Welcome to Gen Z Hoops. The Gen Z Basketball Coaching and Sports Business Show. On this podcast, you'll learn from professional players, coaches, and executives from all over the world and see the court in a brand new way. And now, joining you courtside, your Gen Z host, John Hartafillis. Matt, what's going on? Hey, how are you? Appreciate you having me on. Oh, awesome having you on. And it's been just awesome texting you these last few days, setting this pod up. Uh, definitely just really looking forward to jumping into all the cool stuff you're doing and and just how you're just showing your love for the game every day of your life. Yeah, it's, it's a blessing to do what you love every day. I tell people that all the time. It's the biggest thing. And I mean, that, that's kind of what I was most interested in when looking, uh, when, when looking at your stuff, your LinkedIn, how with a lot of people, a lot of guests, is that maybe it didn't always start specifically with basketball or there was maybe some, some unique path it took to get you there. So being in a bunch of different schools, um, whether it's Kalamazoo Valley Community College, Luray College, all these different schools studying liberal arts, interdisciplinary studies, right? Maybe something you might not get asked a lot and people just stick to the hoop stuff. But I'm curious, what took you from, from studying that and being in school doing that? And you know, what were you doing at those schools to, to kind of, once you graduated, going full force into, into basketball? Yeah, uh, I've always been been a kind of a, a deep thinker and super analytical. I always tell people that's like what makes me really good at life and also makes me really bad because overthinking can drive us all crazy. Um, and so like just getting kind of a liberal arts education from my undergrad to my master's degree and just like learning how to think and kind of maybe taking some classes that are outside classes you take at maybe a, a, a non-liberal arts school really just opened my mind to being able to think in a lot of different ways. So I have a, I have my bachelor's degree in sociology and I just think, you know, watching and studying kind of the interaction between humans and how we interact in society. I don't know. It's just kind of natural for me, I guess. Um, and then uh, when I went on to grad school, I ended up getting my master's in business leadership and I didn't really have any background in business going into that. So just getting for what I do now, running my own business kind of on the side, having uh, some basic, you know, business foundational principles in my mind has been really important in me growing my own. So important. And that's, that's what I find so interesting about it is that you can t- kind of take anything and apply it to what you really want to do, which is so cool. Um, and then, so while you were at Spring Hill, right, you, you're a GA there. And I loved how, because everyone talks about the roles they had, you listed them out and there's like 15, 20, like there's so many roles, right? And you obviously have to wear a lot of hats. And, and that's what's so hard about being a GA is that you're doing so much, but it prepares you for, for down the line. So, I mean, it, it's kind of all in a, in a big list, but instead of reading, I mean, I'm curious, like what, what, what exactly were you, were you doing there? Yeah, as a GA, you know, I had some opportunities where I was in the mix for some, some Division One GA spots and they didn't work out. And I ended up at uh, Spring Hill College in Mobile, Alabama, a small, uh, small private school. And, you know, you go there, we had one full-time assistant, me. So I did everything. I got to hit the ground running, recruiting, and we were high academics. So I was recruiting nationally and, you know, recruiting in New Jersey and California and Texas. So just getting that hands-on opportunity, as you said, I swept the floor every day as part of what I did. Uh, we had like a JV developmental team. I coached them. So I got the chance to be a head coach and get in-game experience. You know, I did laundry, you name it. So kind of at that level, the good thing is you can do all the like, more glamorous stuff and then you're doing the, the very bottom of the barrel stuff too. And I think that's kind of a benefit uh, of being at like a division or non-division one too where you are necessarily treated like a graduate assistant you're you're the next coach you're the third assistant 
I mean, that, that's so cool thinking about how you're the main assistant, right? In, in, that, in that environment. And, and I mean, just the experience you get from that, I imagine it, it is insane. But right, right. But even before you finished being a GA there, you already started Matt Jones Hoops LLC. Like, was this always something you wanted to do? Like, was like, were you always an LLC? Did that come later? Like, when did that, that become like a really, like, like your full-time thing and like something you were really passionate about? It was always a side thing for me because I just, like a lot of people, I was a, a grad school student making, you know, thousand dollars a month stipend maybe less and so I had just started training kids on the side to make a little extra money and it just started gaining a little bit of traction when I was living in Mobile and I just kind of found a passion for it when you're working with college kids all the time sometimes getting like an eighth grader in there who's you know you know very optimistic and you can see them just change even just week to week seeing them develop I just kind of I enjoyed that and so it was kind of my, my training business was something I'd been doing for a while. And then, you know, like six, seven years later, it's turned into, you know, doing camps and events and all, all these other things I do. So you're, you're obviously going to be kicking off a lot, a lot of these really cool events. Some we're going to jump right into that. But I mean, before that, you've really built such a, a, a huge community through MJ Hoops, right? Um, and one of the things I saw, right, the first thing I did when I saw your Instagram uh, story was all those highlights you have. And one of them was my guys. And there's like a hundred posts in there of all the guys you've been working with and all the guys you've built relationships with that are, that are doing great things now. I mean, what's that kind of been like in, in growing those relationships for, for years now and seeing these, these guys who might've been kids when you first started really start to make an impact? I always think like none of us want to get older. Like I just turned 30 this year and I'm like, man, I, you know, it's crazy how time flies. Um, but for me, what I've really enjoyed is as you get older, you know, some of these guys I've known since they're in eighth grade are now seniors in college or freshmen in college or guys that I first coached when I was a GA and, you know, they were 19 and I was 22. Well, now those guys are, are out of school and they're adults. And I've got a couple guys playing pro ball that I coached there and my, when I was coaching prep school, I've got a lot of my guys now who are seniors or grad transfers. So just seeing guys come full circle and seeing them kind of go from, you know, boys to men and where you can kind of leave the player coach relationship a little bit. You can be more friends with them is kind of a fun experience and just watching them turn into to the people they are now and how, how they can change and how some of them just stay the same. They're just big kids now. Huge, right? It's awesome knowing that. And kind of all the same idea of like maybe them being super young when you first saw them. I and mean, you were also a super young coach. And that's something that I love to talk about because like me being a, a 20 year old freshman basketball coach at that level, I imagine, right. You, you were just doing it all the time with all these different kids, all these different places. So what, maybe what was that like in, in terms of when you first started being a younger coach, being able to relate to them in a different way and, and using that maybe as, as, to your advantage, instead of seeing it as something where, okay, I'm, I'm, I don't have the experience that some older coaches might have. There's definitely a fine balance in being, you know, authoritative and respected. You know, even if you're only three years older than the guys you're coaching, they need to respect you. But at the same time, you know, they're bringing in young coaches most of the time because they want you to kind of be the, the connection between the staff and the players. Because, like, as you said, you can relate to them. So I think figuring out that balance is really important. And it's kind of an art. And how I do it might be different than the next guy does it. Um, but it's an interesting dynamic. And I always say things kind of become full circle because for me, you know, I was the head coach of a pro team in Europe this year. And I had players the same age as me and I had two players who were older than me. So that was just a completely different dynamic coaching. I'm 30. I had a 33 year old player and I had a 17 year old player and how you coach the 17 year old and how you coach the 32 year old are two different things. And so figuring that out when I was 22 helped me a lot now. 
when I was 30 coaching pro ball. So I think that's just kind of an interesting dynamic of player coach. It really is. And, and especially that situation, right, where, where it's just such, such different extremes. I mean, the show is Gen Z Hoops, but that's you're, you're coaching Gen Z, but you're also coaching a millennial to whatever, whatever other generation might be at the same time. So definitely, right, coming from two different worlds. One guy grew up um, with an iPhone, the other guy did, did it. Um, and kind of those things are, are really, really cool thinking about. But, but you mentioned the head coaching gig you're doing now, and I thought that was that was so cool. So being the head coach of Lazna BC, I mean, that must have been, I mean, really cool. I mean, how did you end up in there overseas? I mean, doing all these all these camps and local stuff here in the States to now you're in the pro game um, doing, uh, doing stuff overseas. My, my goal had always been to coach at the pro level, even if it was just for a year, just to say I had done it and get that experience and gain that perspective. So uh, two seasons ago, I was in Israel as an assistant coach. And just doing that, it opened a lot of doors for me and just some of the relationships I've made through that. I got to know a few different agents and agencies and this opportunity came. So I went over to Albania this year um, and was there for about three months coaching a pro team there, Vlasnia. It just kind of comes down to like a lot of people talking like, like you're networking, getting to know people. And I, I just happened to I kind of did a good job and got lucky more than anything of aligning with the right people and had the opportunity to go over there. So I've been back now for about two and a half weeks. Unbelievable experience, chance to run my own team at some pretty high level players and opening crazy amounts of doors for me now. So just very much a, a blessing in my life. Oh, I mean, definitely. And that, that's kind of what, it, what it's all about, right? I mean, at the same time, though, uh, you're, you're, you really are like, this is such a passion of yours. You're, you're everywhere. You're doing this everywhere. Um, and there, there's one story I also saw on your, in your Instagram. It's fine. But there's just so much content on there to, to take from. Uh, but out and about, right? And you are at different camps. Different. I mean, I, I'm going through that. And there's just a different geotag location like on every single one in all these different states. So, I mean, that's got to be so much fun is traveling for, for the purpose of basketball. I mean, what, what are some of the events that you're going to? Like, and what, and what, are, you, what are you doing once you're there? It's kind of changed. So I initially, like a lot of guys when they're young, like you go out and you work at all these college camps all around the country and it's a chance to network and all of that. So I started out doing that when I was, you know, still an undergrad, you know, working at University of Kentucky and LSU and Purdue and all these places doing the college camp thing. And then I kind of started branching out and to, to working and for other, other people who run camps and through that kind of got the itch to start running my own. So this summer I'm running some under my own name in different places kind of in the Midwest and Southeast. And then uh, other people now kind of contract me and bring me in to run their camp. But probably the biggest high profile one that I'm involved with is called Crossroads Elite Invitational. It's in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, I started working at that when I was young and now I help lead uh, the skill instruction there. It's This year it'll be me and then Don Showalter from North State Basketball. So obviously his name just draws a lot of people. You know, last year we had a lot of top 100 kids. The camp really exploded last year. Uh, so we're really excited about what's going on this year. Um, but in general, I think like I'm doing 13 different events this year in 10 different states and all that craziness starts next week and beginning of June. And uh, you just kind of get addicted to it a little bit. Like I'm, you know, everyone who knows me well knows like in the summers I'm out and about and that's what I do. And um, it's a little bit better now where I can fly when, you know, when you're first starting out and you're driving everywhere and sleeping in your car and, you know, counting all your pennies and all that. It's a little bit better to have a situation now where it's a, the, the travel's a little more comfortable. So it makes it a little bit more enjoyable at times, but in the end, like getting to do basketball every day. And I've just been able to be blessed to see, you know, so much of the country that I would have never seen if I hadn't, uh, you know, been coaching. 
And, and I definitely want to hear about all these cool camps you're doing. I mean, so you're starting on June 11th, but there's North Carolina, Kansas, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. I might have missed one in there because it was a long list. I was trying to figure out which one was which. But like, I mean, tell us, have you, have you done camps in these places before and you're coming back? Or are you kind of building relationships to do them? Like, how, how are all these things happening? And, and you're, you have a, a packed summer coming up. For me, it's, it's kind of changed the dynamic of it. Um, now with my pro experience, it's opened some doors for me. So there's a lot of these kind of pro, pro combine type situations, guys trying to go play overseas. Um, and I've gotten to know some different agencies and such that put on these events. So like the first camp I'm doing is in Winston-Salem. With the, it's called just a coast to coast is the is the event name. James Blackburn is an agent that, I, that I'm close with who puts it on and does a really good job. And he does a good job of identifying talent getting guys contracts, you know, changing people's lives. So I'm going from that and then I'm going to my hometown in tiny Bryan, Ohio. And I'm doing, I have a, my little kids camp there that are third, fourth and fifth graders. So it's kind of the full spectrum and I enjoy all of them. And, you know, I think if I just did stuff with young kids, I'd probably go crazy. If I just did stuff with pro guys, I'd probably go crazy. So I think doing a, a mixture of everything, what I really enjoy um, and then obviously, you know, mixing in high school stuff, you know, I have my training stuff here. So it's really the full spectrum from uh, elementary to pro. So I actually have a, a pro guy I trained who I also trained his like 10 year old son. So it, it's it's kind of funny, the, the, the full spectrum you come across. Uh, that's actually insane thinking about how you're coaching someone's dad and then you're also coaching their 10 year old son and, 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 and completing that, that, that full spectrum. And, and it, it, that's really, really cool to me, to me, at least thinking about that. In, in that whole concept of like specifically the age, I mean, are, 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 do you kind of have it where like some camps are just for younger kids, some camps are for older guys? And like, what, do you have like a lot of assistant coaches to help you out with this stuff? Is, is it all you? Like, how, how do these things happen? It just varies. You know, some of the stuff I do, it's, it's just me and I'll have 25 kids, uh, you know, but someplace like, like Crossroads Elite that we'll do out in Kansas, we'll have, I don't know, we'll probably end up with 300 kids out there and we'll have a giant staff that I'll kind of manage and, so it's kind of this full spectrum. It, it, it's every situation's a little bit different. And I kind of like that because each of them present their own challenges. Definitely. Um, so in that same idea of like how you kind of get all this stuff done, right? I mean, you're doing so much. Um, I did see one really cool quote where you kind of said, I don't control my success. I control my habits. And I mean, kind of in turn, like those, my, those habits control my success. Like, what is it that you do to make, like, to, to keep your energy level up, right? Like what, what kind of habits are they that allow you to, to, to be successful in, in making this basketball dream of yours a reality? There's really kind of two things that are really important to me. I guess I would make it three. Like I have my list of things that like I'm going to do these three or four things every day. Um, and some of them are very simple. Like I drink a lot of water and that may sound crazy, but like I, I do that. Every, I make that a priority every day. I've been trying to work out every day. I just think like finding three or four things you do every day and locking into those where you just have some sort of, for me, every day is so different. Week to week, month to month, my schedule is so different. But there are certain things, and it can't probably be an extensive list, but there are certain things I know I need to do every day just for my own mental health. So I think that's part of it. The other thing is, like, I really lock into, like, my network of people, whether that's professionally or socially. But sometimes, like, we all have those days where it's just like, man, like, I'm dragging. I don't feel, I don't feel great. I'm, you know, whatever. I'm lacking energy. And sometimes just being on the phone and talking to a mentor or a friend, even just for 10 minutes and see what they're doing. And, you know, for me, that gives me a lot of energy. I just have been blessed to meet a lot of people in the basketball world who are just always on the go and always doing things. So when I talk to them, just hearing what they're, when I ask them what they're doing, that just gives me a lot of energy. 
And then lastly, like I'm a big to-do list person. Like I've got my notebook I take with me everywhere. And it's, you know, I look like a, a serial killer, all the stuff I've got written in there and scratched out and arrows pointing everywhere, but it just helped keep me organized, um, you know, and my brain's always turning. So like writing things down, it, it helps me sort my thoughts. It helps me, you know, feel a little more sane and trying to organize what I want to do and prioritize the things I want to do. So those are kind of like the three things that, have allowed me to keep this kind of chaotic lifestyle I've built. Love it. And then, right, you're so you're, those are kind of the habits you're doing to make it happen. I mean, I'm, and I'm sure our listeners are all thinking about the saying, okay, I want to think these camps look really cool. The content you put up on Instagram is, is awesome, right? whether it's the stuff that the drills you're doing or, or just the, the little tips and tricks you're doing. I mean, where can our listeners find you and, and connect with you and, and, and see what everything's going on with, with MJ Hoops? Yeah, if you just want to look me up on all of my social media stuff, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's just Matt Jones Hoops. And then my website's mattjoneshoops.com. So I have all my stuff on there. I just tell anything I've been on, like I didn't come up having like a mentor or a coach who really helped me out. So I had to go out and find those people myself. And I've been really lucky to have people who invested in me, you know, eight, nine years ago who helped me get to, to doing things I'm now. So anybody like listening, shoot me, you know, shoot my emails on my website, DM me, whatever. I'm happy to talk to anybody. Um, I want to help. Like I'm finally in a position where I think I can help maybe a little bit or at least give people a little bit of perspective or I'm still hitting up people now asking them if I can pick their brain. So I'm happy to uh, the opposite. If there's anybody who just wants to, you know, Hey, these are the things I've been thinking about and I'm happy to give you my opinion. And I don't know if my opinion's worth anything, but I'll give it to you. So right, thinking of all, of, all, of all the cool stuff you're doing, I mean, what, what's kind of, what's next for MJ Hoops? We've been talking about this upcoming summer. We've been talking about everything you've done in the past, but I mean, when the fall comes 2022, like what's, what's the big plan to, to really see this thing grow? Uh, it's kind of twofold. Obviously for my coaching career, the goal is still, you know, to continue to coach at the highest level possible. I have a couple opportunities to go back to, back to Europe uh, as an assistant coach goal um, ideally would be to get to like a champions league or Euro league type team uh, as an assistant, or obviously if I could, you know, stay at home and get a, get the right G league position or, you know, possibly crack the NBA, that would obviously be like, you know, a dream come true. But, but for now, you know, I'm just thankful to be working at the pro level. And that's the goal is to, you know, I've got two years of experience and I'd like to make the third and continue to, you know, the experience living in Europe, the, I mean, living in Israel, you know, kind of living in the Middle East was a, obviously an interesting experience. And then this year living in the Balkans for a while, it's just a, you know, just the life experience I've been able to gain. I'm kind of addicted to that a little bit. So being able to go experience a different country, uh, again, a third country would, would obviously be something I'd be very thankful for. Um, and then continuing to, you know, no matter what I do, like the training stuff and the camp stuff I do is always going to be part of me. And now how big of a part of me it is, I don't know. It might be just doing one camp a summer at some point. because That's all I have time for. I just, I enjoy that so much. I enjoy, I enjoy that environment. I enjoy being around know players from different places and different ages then you know continuing to train work with work with kids on my own time um you know i think every every year you're in this you learn a little bit more and um with that i think me being working through the skill development stuff i'm a little bit more people are reaching them better and their basketball development just from my own perspective 
maybe you can't say it for yourself, but I'll say it for you that Matt's opinion is pretty, pretty cool. And he is definitely a great guy to get in touch with. And, and, and you've just been so accessible and so, so kind of coming on the show. And, and this has been such a pleasure having you on. I'm just really thankful for, uh, for you taking the time. And, and I'm really, I really can't wait to have this episode go out because people are going to learn a lot from it. No, I appreciate it. I think what you're doing is great. I think you've got a lot of great guests. I think the content's good. And uh, definitely want to keep supporting it any way I can. Thanks for listening to Gen Z Hoops. Make sure to follow, like, and subscribe on Instagram, LinkedIn, and all major social media platforms at Gen Z Hoops. You can tune in and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and every other podcast platform on the planet. Get ready for the next episode.